Hello, and welcome to the Strength to be Human podcast with your host, author and playwright Mark Anthony Rossi. This show explores all forms of creativity for those searching for meaning and a place in the world. To err is human, but so is to love. Now, without further ado, here's your host. Welcome back, folks. This is Mark Anthony Rousey with Strength to be Human, and this is our guest house edition, along with our regular co-host for this edition, uh, John uh, Patrick Robbins. Uh, episode number 60. It's always exciting to get to some real Mark over here. I think we might be able to get 100 by the end of the year, which is uh, an exciting thing. Welcome back, John, and thank you very much for being with us. Hey, Mark. Always good to be on the show. So uh, on this episode, folks, we are going to talk about most of the episode, we're going to talk about uh, the behind the scenes of, of a magazine. And then we have a little special edition where uh, John has gotten some questions from the audience and he wants to answer those for folks. <laughs> I actually was able to do an, an episode just on my own questions. I had a few more than he did. And then we'll, we'll fit his into this episode, okay? Mm. All right. I know, yep. I, I know that I've done some work on uh, magazines before um, as a, an associate editor. Uh, but you have actually had the, 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 the new venture of creating a new magazine. Um, uh, mm -hmm. and I've never done that before, and um, I'm still not interested in that. But uh, I, it's always interesting <laughs> to hear what other people are doing about it. So maybe you could talk a little bit about um, you know, the, the first stirrings of, of what you're doing so far. Yeah, um, actually, technically, uh, 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 working on two. So that's really uh, <laughs> interesting. Oh, I mean, you know, everybody knows me. I can't run one thing. I, I decided to go for two. But, um, yeah, recently, uh, uh, I, I got asked to do one and then also decided to, uh, start up my own once, uh, is, uh, I, you know, I figured I, I like to drive myself kind of crazy. So there you go. But <laughs> no, um, yeah, recently, uh, decided to go ahead and, and do one as, and, um, as you know, and, uh, just uh it, it just seemed like an interesting thing to do in a natural transition i've never done one and i really figured well why not you know the one's digital one's not so i mean that that was the biggest difference there but uh i i just decided to uh kind of venture into it and it's it's definitely proven to be very you know very different um but it's still it, it it's very interesting you know and um that that was the main thing when I got into it. I, I kind of at first I was a little bit more intimidated, but we're going along and things seem to be going smooth. It does help, as you know, when we we know so many uh, writers and everything like that. But it is a very very different uh, beast in some ways because you there you know you're dealing with a lot of timelines. You've got to have things in. You got to have you know so <laughs> so so far so good. <laughs> for me on this end and I definitely agree with you that um, I guess one of the positives if you want to call mm -hmm. it because I don't, I don't mean negative in terms of like it's a lot of work and it is but one of the positives yeah. is, is that at least you do have 
uh, access to to maybe a, a, a good group of writers that you could talk to about at least contributing as you're putting things together because quite frankly uh, the, no matter how much work a, a new magazine is or not um, it, it doesn't do you any good if you put it all together and you got only a couple of people I mean because you gotta you gotta at least be able to fill an episode or an issue in, and and you can't do that with just a few people and as you know you can market and advertise all you want it could take months to get everybody uh, together so that's that is one of the, the positive things about that and the easiest things at least you can you can recruit some people quick mm. yeah you gotta i would say that if you're gonna run a magazine you really do have to have a very uh good network of writers i don't think i don't think doing a print mag would be the first step if you're you're just getting into editing and you know it because even though you may uh like i've seen at other mags if you just kind of say oh hey we're taking submissions people it's kind of weird nowadays that you think people will would just kind of clamor to get in but that's not necessarily the case you really do need a uh a big network of uh, writers that that you go to just in case you don't get if you have those open I mean submissions because I'm working on a two fronts one that is uh, open submissions another that is not and um, so if you're going to do that obviously you need for for one that's not going to be open submissions you've got to know a lot of writers but if you're going to do the open submission thing you 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 know, you can't. I don't think you can solely depend on that. You might be able to if you've got a, a lot of uh, uh, known, uh, like a recognition or whatever. That that would definitely help you. But starting out the gate, you're gonna have to, you know, kind of. I had in my head a, a list of writers that I wanted, and I was lucky because uh, with this uh, project, I haven't, I haven't mentioned the name of it, but it's kind of like a, a secret one until it comes out, but it's, uh, I, I was lucky. Everybody that I approached would, you know, automatically want to do it, but then again, it does help when we, you know, we do know a lot of people offhand, and they also worked with us, so <laughs> they kind of know what to expect. It's just a print. I think they, they have faith in us, and that's a good thing now. Yeah, I like, I like that, and it, it kind of makes sense. And and when mm. we talk about writing, folks, and I even got a question about that in in the Q A. Uh, we, we don't talk about it in some downplayed, you know, um, moronic sense of, oh my God, it's a lot of work, and you're so you should be so grateful that you know the gods of writers behind the scenes are doing this. It's just a question of. Uh, as much as it might be thrilling and, and, and fun, it, it is still work, especially when we're doing other projects mm -hmm. and our own stuff as well. So imagine putting something like this together and, and then having an easy access where you can literally Rolodex, like they used to say in the old days, you know, some people who know you and therefore they're not there wasting their time questioning everything you're doing. They're like, I have faith that John knows what he's doing and... You know, had some mm -hmm. experience with them before, so why not take a chance with them now? You're not going to get that any other place, you know? Yeah, I, I think that that is a big thing, uh, and especially when, and we're lucky on that when it comes to being it, that you, you well, you definitely people know what to expect. They've done business with you that it does help a lot. I think it would be extremely hard for somebody who's just uh Start, not that it should deter them by any means, but, you know, you, 
you just to just start off and and people not know them i think uh i i've seen that example that it doesn't um it doesn't go so well in that people just if they don't know they're kind of you know i can understand sometimes especially when they haven't seen a product out there yet so people kind of know that we what we do they know that it's not just we're not just kind of just saying it so i i you know they, people do have to be a little bit cautious so i understand that but um no i've i've had a really good thus far you know knock on wood i've uh i've been um i've been really fortunate that uh getting submissions has not been the the hard thing to do so but it you know it is like you said it's work that's the thing <laughs> once uh you know, and editing is a lot of work. So, yeah. Well, I'm I'm excited that you're out there doing it. At least uh, I know it's something I I never been interested in. Uh, some of my experiences behind the scenes, they're nothing like you're gonna go through, thankfully. Uh, because it, to me, <laughs> they they were quite negative because I was the associated editor, so mm -hmm. I'm stuck listening to an editor that, you know, for intents and purposes, is just trying to bring along friends and and people he knows or trying to impress other folks and. And it's just mm -hmm. dumping a lot of good, a lot of good writing out the window, for no good yeah. reason other than you know I don't have enough room because he stuffed it with all these weirdos. So <laughs> and and I, I'm trying to bring a couple people on on board that I uh, that I uh, had uh, come on board or submitted to me and I thought mm -hmm. the work was good even though I didn't know them from Adam, and now uh, you have to practically yeah. fight to get those people in. So I'm like, what the hell am I doing this in this job? So mm -hmm. and this is what happens a lot. It's, it's mm -hmm. the principal reason why I mentioned to people about uh, submission fees, which I know you don't believe in and you don't have. But when you have yeah. these yeah. submission fees, not only is your money going out the window, but so is your time. Because I'm telling you, there's almost 100% chance that if you pay money to submit something, which by itself is completely illogical, it, it's contrary to any yeah. writing, you shouldn't have to pay to submit. It's just ridiculous. But... um. You're guaranteed that they're not going to pick you because it's all about you subsidizing, you know, their prejudices mm. and all the things they want to see in that magazine and all the friends and everybody else and every academic, you know, uh, wonderful person who's doing this is doing that. But uh, it's not going to be anybody else and certainly not going to be you. So, I mean, mm. it's a waste all the way around. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's the thing. That, that is really what the submission fees are for to finance everything. I mean, I understand how it works completely, but yeah, it's, it's not, um, it's definitely not something I would ever believe. Well, obviously anybody who listens to these shows knows that our, our listeners know that, um, it's not what we're about. Um, and, and <laughs> that, that's another thing when you, uh, cause like I said, I've got, I'm working on both sides of the, of the fence, so to speak, where with, with the open submissions, you know, to me, I'm always like with it, with an open submission is if the work is good and I'm lucky, I've seen some, um, on the, the other, uh, print mag that will be coming out that I'm, it's not my mag. I'm just sitting in as editor and, um, I've seen some good stuff come across once it's fortunate because uh, I was kind of, uh, even, you know, obviously, if you're if you're the head editor, you're gonna you know be picking. And I've I've been fortunate to see some good stuff come through open submissions. 
And um, I, I always believe that's who should get the so-called spots in a, in a magazine. Is not necessarily because, oh, I know them. Come on in. <laughs> you know, if, it, if it's good, it should be published. You know, you, you want to have the best magazine possible, not the necessarily the uh, just I'm just going to publish all my friends or whatever. I uh, on the once I guess sounds weird with the the invite only thing. It's not that's more like a stylized mag. So it, it's easier for me to go along and say, OK, I know exactly, you know, this this writing is going to fit this. Um but with open submissions, yeah, you, it is kind of weird how some, I can imagine some of those magazines go, it can seem like they do have a tendency to kind of just, you know, kind of publish people that they, they know and are associated with once I think it's kind of wrong. Cause then why have, you know, why have these open submission fees when there's really no intention of ever publishing anybody from the outside? Oh, yeah, you really have a big huh? chance. Yeah. Cause in, you basically you finance their mag, and so you get you basically finance them to be told no. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. And and, and there's a double insult in it in the sense that a lot of these magazines I work for an independent one, but a lot of these magazines mm-hmm. are already subsidized through an academic institution. So mm-hmm. there's no reason for them to solicit the money other than the fact that they're paying. Uh, submittable whatever fees they have to pay to be on there because some of them are connected to sub- submittable and then they usually stash their other money away to do prize money uh, on contests that again they're asking for more money for so it, it's an endless cycle for yeah. them to do all, all these wonderful things but again they're there for a couple of friends and i had somebody uh ask me uh privately a, a few months ago i'm like why why you have all this uh bitter grapes about these people and don't you think this is going too far i'm like no i don't and this is what I ask you to do. Go through the history, and you can, easily on the internet, of poets and writers. They'll give you all the announcements of everybody who's won these major contests. You could you could look up the last 10 years. Look them up. Mm-hmm. It's not a coincidence that every single person that won all these big awards and all these academic awards are all academic people. Okay? You don't ever see yeah. Joe, you don't ever see Joe Schmo is a computer programmer from Ohio and he's won the poetry award. No, it's always somebody studying English. It's always somebody, you know, in an internship for this. It's always somebody trying to get a doctorate for that. So uh, if a hundred percent of the people are going towards these magazines, especially the prize ones, uh, whether they're poetry contests or chapbook contests or book contests, if a hundred percent of them are all academic people, why the hell do you believe you have any chance of hell in, in hell to get anywhere? And you're giving them ten, fifteen, eighteen, twenty-five, thirty dollars a shot. Look at who's won. You don't have to believe me. Just look at who's won. You can make your own mind up real quickly. A hundred percent. I'm telling you, a hundred percent. And even when they occasionally pick a foreign person, it's a foreign academic person. Great, thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's completely true. It, it. I mean, not, not. I guess not every. Well, not every place. I'm not gonna because I don't know, but. A lot of times, contests and things like that are all kind of. There's no chance for just somebody to kind of just randomly break through that doesn't have some investment in things, whether they're a student of somebody or, <laughs> you know, it's it's not. Uh, you're not gonna see just some random person that nobody knows. Uh, yeah, the whole thing. Is this whole thing has to be rigged, okay? Because when 100 percent mm-hmm. of academic oriented people win these things it could only mean one thing 
They're trashing everybody mm-hmm. else's stuff that comes in that don't have any kind of resume that will look anything like they would want. And they're only picking those people that are in that academic type of, 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 of genre or academic type of background. Because this, otherwise, mm-hmm. mathematically, just in 10 years, there should be a couple of people who are non-academic winning. Why are there none? That's the reason why. Yeah. No, it's, 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 it's wrong in my book, but then again, you know, people, uh, we, we, you can only kind of warn folks that way. And, and it, it, it's strange to me how that all works, but I, I never was one for really even submitting to that stuff. Cause I kind of know already the way that's going to go. So <laughs> they, they won't be getting uh, money from me. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I hear you. You just got to warn people yeah. and go ahead. Yeah. You know, somebody yeah. asked me in one of my Q and A's about, well, if I do this, Mark, aren't I pretty much, you know, um, cutting out some of the marketplace for my writing? I'm like, yeah, you could look at it like that, or you could look at it the way I look at it. Uh, they already cut you out, so why participate in their nonsense? Why? Yeah, they're they're so biased against, you know, the average writer, the average non-academic writer, that if they had us, if they had something like once a year where they're like, uh, you could submit to us, and there's no fee on this particular one. I still wouldn't even submit. It's just a waste of my time even sending them an email. Mm. That's how bad yeah. it is. Yeah, no, a I w- waste. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I definitely wouldn't. It, it, it's it's just not a. It's not something that's really going to benefit you. If it's just good, you know, if you're going to waste, you know, money. There's a million other things you can waste it on. <laughs> it's probably a little bit more uh, rewarding. Than something you're never going to have the chance of uh, really that, that's winning. Really, that's, really what it, that's really what it comes to. Um, I think you mm-hmm. remember this a few episodes ago. I, I did a, a short show on, on short bios because they were starting to get on my nerves. People not submitting them or not updating them or just not taking them seriously. So hopefully you've uh, you've found as you went along with all your submissions you've gotten that, that people were, mm-hmm. were um, professional enough or conscientious enough to, to include them. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Usually, uh, I mean, when you submit, most people, you know, go by the guidelines and all that stuff. So, <laughs> you know, some people don't. Um, but uh, nothing I ever run. Uh, that's another thing, though. Another and nothing that I run is going to have, uh, or I'm a with. It's going to have submission fees and all that stuff. So I think you know. And then again, that's probably another reason people are, uh, you know, less hesitant to submit to me when I'm going to be doing a uh, print mag, you know, once this kid is, uh, like we said, very different. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So you're saying that, um, I don't know much about the other one that you're doing, the closed one, but uh, the one that you did that open, mm-hmm. I know a little bit more about. And that one you said is yeah. coming along to where you think you have like most of what you need to, to put it together? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry about that. Just a little bit of a slip. Um, no, we have uh, for the one that is, and I mean, I guess we can talk about it. Why not? The open, the one that's open submissions that I've been uh, sitting in as editor for, uh, the uh, one's going to be the Angel Share. Um, that uh, that magazine right now, we are almost completely filled up. Uh, it's that's really come along because I, if I'd stepped in, it, it's really come along smoothly. 
Um, at first, it seemed like there was a bit of difficulty getting uh, submissions as anything new. But then, you know, we, we've got that almost completely filled up and done. You know, because then comes the other part, like anybody knows, is that when you, you know, you, you even get people to agree to do work, you got to sit around and kind of the not so glamorous part of just sitting around and waiting for it to come in and having to check up on people because, you know, you got a deadline. Um, once I believe, I mean, I will be coming out in the fall. So, uh, yeah, we have pretty much most of all of that filled. Um, the other one that I, I, I it's just all, it's just being kept really quiet right now because we're, we're getting it done. That is basically all that is filled. I'm just right now, just literally just waiting on work. And, uh, cause you know, people are busy, they got a job. So waiting on that from just a very few right select writers and that'll be done in, in, in ready, uh, in, and basically a very short amount of time. But the other one was a little bit bigger. Um, we were lucky that, you know, we got some good, uh, good outside submissions, but that is pretty much, I think the submission window is getting ready to close on that, uh, because we, to me, we've got. Uh, we were lucky, and those those spots of, uh, for the magazine are filled. So, in my mind, you know, I'm just waiting on. We might there might be a few. You never know. If it's really good and it comes through. I'm always reading something, and I always make it work. But yeah, so yeah, everything is going good with that. Sorry about the little slip on the question there, but that happens. Yeah, I, <laughs> I tell people because I actually had a question where someone was talking about, well, why. Uh... Why is your show your show not you know, like super productively polished and everything? And I'm like, man, <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I'm I'm striving to be authentic. I, I'm suspicious of anybody that's perfect because I always think that they're just hiding something then because they're wasting more time trying to make everything perfect than yeah. just making sure that what they're doing is honest and truthful and, and, and makes sense. And that's what we do here. So I produce the show myself. Anyone knows me, I'm not very technical. So I, as long as I got a clear recording over there and people can hear it, you know, through and through, and, I, and I'm talking honestly about things <laughs> I, I know about and believe in, I'm interviewing people that, you know, they get a chance to talk about their lives, nothing's being edited or cut out, that's all I want to do. I, I don't need to have all these bells yeah. and whistles and laser beams and weird sounds yeah. and all this other baloney, because I, I hear other podcasts <laughs> and I'm like, I don't need all that nonsense. It's not necessary. Yeah. Yeah. No, we always any kind of error or anything. It's 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 usually in there. So, but then again, that's it, I think that's also kind of fun too because that's just the way we we <laughs> we roll and and yeah, and, and I'm know, okay just, with it. To me, it, it's like those people because I noticed in the store the other day and I was I was in for a shock. They had a, a small <laughs> aisle where they had about maybe twelve or sixteen. Um, you know, LP vinyl albums, their brand new albums and mm-hmm. stuff. Cause you know, that's mm-hmm. come, that's making a bit a uh, way back now, you know, but it, yeah. it, it, especially from the generation that are millennials where you might not know anything about these things because they, they were out before you were born. Um, mm-hmm. You listen to it and you're going to get crackles. You're going to get, you hit the damn record player. It's going to scratch it up or move yep. it around. And it. yeah, it's not a perfect sound, but people want to hear it because they, they like to, they like that whole like listening that, stuff. Know. They like hearing all of that. But again, they like hearing something that's not exactly perfect versus 
you know, a, a, a CD or even uh, something that was, uh, you know, downloaded and streamed where it, it is going to be a, a immaculate. And, and that's that's the difference. There isn't anything wrong with an LP, just like there isn't anything wrong with a show like mine where I'm not spending lots of time overproducing it because I, I don't I don't think it's necessary. I think it's a waste of time. And again, if I'm happy with the content I did, everything, as long as it's being delivered properly and people can hear it and understand, that's all my producing job should be. I don't need to go any more than that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, especially when we're doing these. You deal with me, you never know when I might be. <laughs> with the question completely it, it, it happens out. man i just did a, i just did a james baldwin <laughs> and, and show and uh and i learned later on as i'm going through it that i i, I said that beale street was in uh nashville when it was actually in memphis oops you know mm. nope. yeah geography yeah it's, it's not going to detract <laughs> from the show no one's going to have a heart attack but it, it yeah. happens i mean how dare you move that street yeah so that's okay. it's not going to kill anything, but that's yeah. what happens over there. But I don't need to make a gigantic disclaimer and, you know, start whipping myself with a, you know, with a, with a mallet and put some ashes in my forehead. It's just, that's the way it is. It, that, that's the, I, I think the, uh, the, the appeal of the show is that we're, we're, we're not going to be perfect and I don't even have a plan no. to be perfect. Haha. <laughs> I don't care. No, we're definitely, we don't mind laughing and we don't mind, you know, having a, you know, we make mistakes that all of us do, so. <laughs> just does happen. <laughs> just we go fine. into. Yeah, and that's fine. I'm, 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 I'm definitely okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> I really am. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's definitely great that you're doing that. Um, less yeah. people, less people are actually doing that more than simply doing the online thing. Um, mainly because it's a little bit more easier to put together and uh yeah. you know you could do it uh you know even when you're away from home you can you could plot some stuff out on your phone or you could bring your computer with you when you're on vacation i mean this you know it's a little harder to do uh, you know with a magazine so i can understand that yeah you know? so it's not plus you know there is a little bit more of an expense to it and of course mm -hmm. you know um <laughs> I, I to me what I noticed when I was doing the magazine was is that the magazine was a lot like sales in the sense that, you know, you're only as good as your last sales numbers. So you always have to prove yourself yeah. again and again and again. I never felt that with online. I always felt that if I didn't have the strongest issue that month, oh, well, mm -hmm. maybe next month we'll have a stronger issue. And I still got people that were going to stick with me. But I felt the magazine was opposite. If you didn't have a powerful episode each time you put it out there, you never know when someone's just going to say, oh, the hell with this, I don't want to stick with it anymore. So it always seemed like you had to have the very best all the time. And I always found that was a little bit more pressurized than, than the other format. Yeah. It, 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 I, it, number one, that that's completely true when you're online and when you're in print. I really, and in, honestly speaking, I had no desire to do a, uh, a print mag. I knew it was, you know, it's a lot. It's, it's, there's, there's money involved. It's, uh, and if you're doing things to me, if you're doing things the honest way, you're, you're sending out copies. So you are, there's a lot of expense. And I, uh, I got involved. I got asked to do one. And as I was doing one, I kind of, I wanted. I got the idea for a just a small side project. Once is not a big magazine. One is more a large magazine, where the other is very kind of niche, small, 
as you know, select group. And uh, once this, I think we'll appeal. I think they're very unique uh, mags, both of them, of course. And uh, I wouldn't do something, you know, put the other down. They're both very unique mags. It's just they're they're different. But yeah, I had no desire to do them. I found I've been I'm enjoying it, but it is you know it is a lot different. I was a little bit intimidated by it first, and I'm like you know still at the end of the day, it's still a mag and, and magazine and. You know, I know how to, I've been doing the mine long enough that I know how they should run. And it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's going well. I think it is different though when you're working, um, when you're working with, you know, more than yourself as the editor. I'm just kind of used to doing that and maybe having a little bit of help from, uh, from, uh, my, uh, co-editor at times, Scott. But, uh, you know, when you're working with, Anytime you've got a, a group, it is uh, vastly different, you know, because I'm just not that kind of person that wants to really work with a bunch of editors. But, you know, <laughs> I guess it's just getting so used to doing things by myself. But, you know, everything's different and everything's a different experience. So, But everything has been uh, been good thus far. <laughs> and then keep fingers crossed. Because I know I'll certainly, I'm, I'm the first one to tell people what, what I don't sugarcoat anything, how my experiences are. I mean, you worked on one, uh, and you were, uh, the associate. How, you said, I know you didn't, it probably wasn't the greatest experience, but, um, well, it, it, you know, overall, exper- experience is experience. So as much as I could tell yeah. you how I didn't like the experience, because I didn't, mm-hmm. um, I still appreciated <laughs> that I had the chance to do it because it, it kind of gives you a real window yeah. on what's going on. I learned some stuff. Don't get me wrong. I even carried mm-hmm. some of those people over to my magazine eventually as I stayed in contact with them. Yeah. You know? Because mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. I had to reject them and it wasn't wasn't my means to want to reject them. It's just I had to listen to someone above me. And one of the first yeah. things I did when I put together my own journal was when I recruited some editors to help me, I said, listen, unless... Your submissions is completely violating what this magazine is all about. What you pick is what you keep. I'm not going to question it ever. That's what I do. Whenever they yeah. pick, I publish. I don't question it. I mean, unless it's, you know, racist or just complete profane garbage. But my editors are smart people. They don't do stuff like that. And yeah. I don't have to worry about it. But, if you you know, you got people on a volunteer basis. You got to give them some leeway. You can't go on dictating everything to somebody, but you're not paying them or doing anything. It's crazy. So I made sure mm-hmm. that when I put the magazine together, I try to learn from some of those things I learned from the magazines I work with so that I don't repeat that nonsense. And it's worked great ever yeah. since. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. You had people that you, you knew and, and everything like that. I think it's uh, that's definitely the key. And, of course, also letting people, if you're going to have somebody be an editor, let them be an editor. Don't, that's that's one thing you can kind of run into. I've noticed, and uh, probably in other other places, I can't really speak from my experience because I just I'm just kind of I, I just concentrate on what I'm doing. I don't really worry about what what uh, others uh, around me maybe working or doing. You kind of just gotta have faith that they can get done what they're you know claiming they can. But the the main thing is I know working with you you do have to have that respect that people you're working with are competent and trust in them and of course you have a great team so it's you know I, i'm definitely not used to working with any kind of team i i, I probably am <laughs> not the, i can't say i've never worked uh, uh with me so
So maybe I'm not the easiest guy to work with because I'm just kind of used to, I'm you know finding the people and and getting it running. You know, and uh, that's the main thing: getting the writers and getting the kind of what you want for that first. Uh, well, um, I, issue. I wanted to get some more international stuff in the magazine. So having, you know, having mm-hmm. a, an editor that has more international reach, it really, really brings in some other people I might not be able to get a hold of. You know, they might be more, yeah. they might be more intimidated because maybe English isn't their first language, but they could still speak and write it well enough. But having someone mm-hmm. like that, it's been a good ambassador for us. So that's a big part of, uh, of having those folks out there is they could do things that maybe I really can't do it's kind of hard to reassure somebody you know that you understand uh knowing more than one language or you understand more about their culture and you just you know mm-hmm. just some some dude from new jersey so it's better off to have someone to help you with that <laughs> and that's really that's really translated well for us we've gotten some some good stuff because of that yeah that, that's definitely true if you're going to do that and have that come more of a uh, international uh feel once is good it all matters what you're what you're going for in your in your magazines and stuff because that's that's the thing you always want i never want to do anything where people feel like oh i'm not from the states i can't submit so and we do have in uh and on both both sides we do have a little bit of that you know not tremendous amount but a little bit of that uh feel that you know we do you know have because they're both they're both small in the sense that yeah there's not it's not this is not like a because in a telephone book, this is just a magazine coming out, you know, it's just, you know, and they're, uh, I know some places have an enormous grouping of writers when they go for those issues, but I think, you know, after a while, you, you only have so many, you know, and, uh, but like I said, I had to kind of, at first I had to watch not to let it, uh, intimidate me a little bit because I was just so used to doing the online thing and online. It's completely mm-hmm. different. It really is. In the sense that, yeah, you can you can have a bad, like you said, you can have a bad run or may, not bad, but maybe something that's not as strong. Then you know with the, the magazine is that's it. That's the only people going to be in it. It's, it's like one time, and unless you get a second issue, so <laughs> you know, I'm definitely that did intimidate me a little bit, but I'm just I do my best job. That's all I can, and I just kind of. I look at everything when I do it. I it, if I want to read it, then I'm happy with it. You know, when I have to me, if I go for the best writers I can find and make it is is kind of you know get a different feel. I don't want to be another thing is not to have. I try not to have too many writers that are exact. You know, maybe do the same kind of thing because I think that can get just. You know, I've read sometimes, and I'm not knocking anybody, but. Some places you read that they have almost the same kind of style, all of them. And it's kind of, you know, you don't want to be, I don't ever want to do anything that's completely repetitious. You know, and that's why it's good to have people who are doing in your magazines, having, they're doing fiction and different things to switch it up, especially for the reader, I think. You yeah, know? And, I, and I definitely uh, agree with you because the more you put together a magazine that looks like, something else that's been done a few times already that the more I, I would be suspicious that here's a person that that doesn't want to do anything really creative they just want to have their name on something and send it out there so it, it's just you know it, it goes from uh the idea of a magazine just to another rag and you don't want that mm-hmm. yeah no it's <laughs> you want to you want to uh diversity and all that and um 
once makes you sound really articulate, but uh, <laughs> you do want to have a diversity when you're writing, when you're reading a, a mag and, and, you know, I want to show everything. It's another thing is to have, you know, I, I okay, for, for great instance, when I, when I was doing one, I kind of realized I was going through there and I've got these submissions, submissions, submissions. Now, but, well, you know, we do need, um, we don't, we didn't have that many at first. We didn't have, I felt like a good balance. We didn't have, uh, many, uh, you know, female writers. I was looking, I was like, Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> you didn't want people to think, oh, this is like a boys' club. No, no, no. <laughs> so I had to kind of go out and find some, you know, and, and that's once again, I'm just lucky that I know so many writers. That does help. I, I can't imagine somebody. I mean, I don't know of anybody really just starting out as an editor and starting up with a print mag. But I'm sure there's been plenty of people who've done it. Um. But that I wouldn't. I, I would say you better start knowing writers and, and meeting plenty of them. <laughs> you start going to writing groups <laughs> somehow because you're going to want some. You got to fill those pages. So you know. <laughs> no, it makes it yeah. makes it makes sense to me uh, because mm. I always say that you want to try to be around and you want to try to submit to and you want to be in contact with people that appear to really give a crap about doing something interesting and doing something creative and doing something respectful, doing something that maybe stands the test of time, doing something that you want mm. to be a part of because now you're with a group of people that, that give a damn. That's something you want to be a part of. I mean, Because anything else, you have to wonder, well, what's this about? If you have questions, it's probably not a good project to be in then because you shouldn't have questions. A good editor of any magazine will make sure you won't have questions other than when the hell can I submit? Yeah. You, you definitely, I completely agree 100% with you on that. Yeah, because it's, uh, I, I know I, I've been in a few instances where I didn't question as much as I should have in the past, and then I wound up getting published in a magazine mm -hmm. that's like, Oh my God, I hate this magazine. I hate the fact I'm even publishing it now. <laughs> I mean, really, because it's like you got to regret from because you just didn't do your homework. So, you know, you, you want to try to do yeah. that if you can. You want to be part of something unusual because the next thing you know, you know, I got a, I got a poem about, about, a, about a war and it's next to a poem about a squirrel that has a headache and a bird that has a, a, a diaper rash. I mean, what the hell is this? <laughs> that sounds like some interesting stuff. reading. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, what is this nonsense? Yeah, yeah. That's another thing, and, and I know you have, and I definitely have too. I've been in, and that was kind of like early on when I when I got submitting, I got in places that, you know, it's kind of just I was thrilled to get in, and I was thrilled to get in print. But then, yeah, you got into a place that. I, I, I well, as a great example, I got in a place. It was their first. You didn't know what to expect. You know, you didn't know what was going to be in there, so you couldn't read a past issue. So you just kind of had to have good faith. And I mean, I was lucky. But um, yeah, you get. You definitely, if, if a magazine is established, definitely read those. Uh, maybe read an issue or two, just so you can see how they how they do things. If it's, you know, they try to, you know, you can tell places that really put the, the time and effort Um, a really great print mag that uh, I'm very, in fact, I've got work accepted to. So congratulations to me. Uh, it's the San, San Pedro River Review. 
um, they really do an excellent job. You know, it's one of the, because uh, I'd been in some um, other print mags and everything else, and I, I was grateful to be in them. And then I got into that one, and I really just, like, they do, uh, they usually have a theme that they do. So then again, you have that kind of consistency and everything. And, and so every place is different. But that was really, that is just a really incredible um, print mag to be in. They, I just think they're they're awesome. And um, not because they uh, they published me, but just because, I mean, literally, if, as a reader, when you go through it, they really put that time into making a just an awesome uh product so yeah can't say enough good things about them yeah and, and i and i definitely uh, agree on that that's the no. reason why you, you always want to be able to be part of something where the person has a a, a real a real viewpoint you know you, you never want to email yeah. somebody what you're working about hey what's your magazine all about and i'm like uh, dude, it's a literary magazine, and we're getting some people together, and uh, blah blah blah. I mean, <laughs> that's that's nothing. I, that's you, you mean that's just somebody with a vanity project. It's probably not going to be around after a after an issue or two. You know, you want to yeah. go on something that that, that looks like it's going to stay and looks like it, it means something. Yeah. You know, that's mm-hmm. what I, that's what I say. Yeah, well, I mean, with my great synopsis I gave for the uh, the one that you do know about, the one that is a complete, uh, and I don't, you know, I'm just trying to keep it just, just quiet just because it's, uh, you know, as things come together, I do try to keep them kind of silent because you never know. I never I never bank on anything, but um, it, it's luckily came along. I can't believe with my great synopsis that, synopsis that you, uh, that, you, that, um, that uh, you, you know, that I've, I've had some really great writers, including yourself. I'll, I'll give that little secret away uh, that wanted to submit work because sometimes I'm not the greatest at giving uh, what the magazine is, but it is a, a unique little collection. I think it's very neat to be in, and uh, I think people really dig it when it comes out. That's the thing. So <laughs> I'm probably not the best at describing things to people. The other one is not my – I'm not the the owner of. I'm the editor of. So, uh, you know, that, that's been advertised openly and, um, yeah, that's a, that's completely, that's a completely different one, but we, we're fortunate we've got, got the submissions and, you know, and then of course then people say, oh, you're the editor, I've been contacted and like, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'm lucky on that, that people do like to do business with me because sometimes I'm not the greatest describing things. So. That just, I think they just truly. Really, oh, that's John. So well, it does. It does help to you know to have your, your name out there a bit on, on doing a number of things because at least yeah, it gives somebody a paper trail for you, and it also kind of gives them a way to you know to check you out, so to speak, without uh you know without being rude about it or being too paranoid. Because I tell people all the time, you, you could do as and you know this as well as I do. You could do as much homework as you mm-hmm. want on a, on a market. On a magazine, even on a, on an editor, but in the end, submitting mm. submitting something is always a risk. It's always a risk. There's no way to make it a, a zero risk. You want zero risk? Go work, yeah. go work at the post office. Okay. If you want to be a writer, you're gonna have some risk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there's places I've read an issue, and it didn't mean just because I thought it, uh, just because I thought it uh, fit, and I thought, well, this is kind of you know. That's why I kind of quit 
I'll I'll see what they publish. That's the main thing. I like to see the kind of things they like to publish. But then ultimately, I write. You know, I don't really necessarily once I'm not don't I'm not telling people to do this, but I don't necessarily try to write to fit that mold. I just like to see the things that you know that they they like, and maybe I'll think, oh, that's a good you know fit for what I do, and I think they'll they'll like it. Compliments what they you know do, and vice versa, and all that. But yeah, I don't like there. There's nothing I've seen some places I thought, oh yeah, of course, you know get in there and then just nope you know because you don't know you don't know who's uh how that's going to be uh taken there's some people just like uh and and this is another thing with humor there's some people not everybody's going to find the same joke funny some people who find something just hilarious might not get it or they might be offended so you just don't know there's always going to be a risk factor you know unless you're running it yourself <laughs> then it's not there's no real uh I don't really, really people think are is a big shock when you get published there, you know, <laughs> so, you know, um, then I can't say anything. I have run work and, and, and I know with my, uh, online, I've been, of course, I've put, uh, into the, put work into the whiskey and everything else. Very seldom though. I don't really like to do that, but, uh, yeah, on, the same on way. The I put case. a few things in here and there, but I don't really do them. Doing as often, like you won't see every one of the episodes or issues of my my magazine with with my work in it. I mean, usually I maybe do once or twice a year at the most. Yeah, yeah, I I uh, I, I just don't think it's a, a good rule of thumb. It makes it look. I try to highlight other people. That's why I do the mags. So uh, you know, because I do send out, and I'm lucky enough to get into. Uh, places and I'm now I'm I will say most places I send out I I get more acceptances than I get uh rejections so you know but no and the only thing I will do on occasion at my mag if I do run something in mind it's usually something like I had a, a piece that went out of circulation with a uh, with a mag that kind of uh, had some issues with the site. So I just put it back so it would be out there, you know, and I can have it. So that's all. But other than that, no, you won't see my work largely at my uh, magazines unless you're reading like UTB. And that's because that's a specialized type thing. That's humor. So you will probably see me more there than you will, you know, and that's a completely different thing. That that thing is a completely different ma magazine, you know. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> Well, that's 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 really cool. I'm really glad that you're out there uh, doing that. Uh, another another uh, project ventured out there for folks. Because uh, remember, whenever uh, John or me or anybody else is creating something, what we're essentially creating is a new market that could possibly mm -hmm. house some of your work. So um, mm -hmm. it's 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 real important to do whatever you can to support those folks that do that because uh, they're doing that out of their own time. And maybe even more importantly, out of their writing time, because whenever they're doing this, they're not doing their own stuff and mainly doing stuff for you. So definitely keep that in mind. It's um, not just a matter of, uh, of volunteering. It's to me, it's always a matter of of uh, people like John uh, giving back to the community uh, of, of art as it's given to him. Yeah. It, it, that it, it's a ton of work, and now, 
you know, I, I wasn't busy enough. I do run a press, so run, a, <laughs> run, run and press and doing the, 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 the online journals and now doing print. So, but I, I enjoy it, but it is, I will say that I'm extremely busy right now. That's probably why you don't see as much work of mine posted out there right now, because during this kind of crunch time that we're going to, you know, we're getting everything together. I I have to concentrate on this fully and I don't always give a hundred percent, even if it's not my own work I'm doing that, um, you know, and of course I will be back to doing my stuff, of course, but for right now it's, it just takes a lot of work, and that's why anybody who wants to do this has to know that, you know, being an editor is far more than just having the title. <laughs> it's not—it's not a title; it's a job, and it's—it could be a very rewarding job. Too. Right, and that, that so, could be—that could be the slogan, but it's also the, uh, an enormous amount of truth in it. It's not a title; it's a job. <laughs> that yeah. usually—that usually yeah. crystallizes a person right away whether they want to do this or not, because. You know, we have plenty of people out there, and we all know them that, you know, they just want 57 titles, but they don't want to do one thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It is, yeah, it's it's not that, and those, as you know, those people just, they never last because they they say they want to be something, and the minute that they, they got to do all the work, and they realize how much work it is, and, and granted, I'm, I'm grateful, I enjoy it. You know, I just found that I kind of enjoy this doing this so it's a little bit different i don't look at it like oh it's torture it's not that it's just we do put long hours in i mean i know i do i know you do and we we just you know i don't think we necessarily think about it sometimes i I, you know (laughs) i look when i get up i start working and and now of course with the print mag it's it's it is a lot of work but it's it's been rewarding it's really and thus far it's really 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 awesome but i like doing things for writers and again it's not for, and as you said, it's it's this is not for an ego stroke, because the, we're I'm doing this for you know to have so writers can have more avenues. There, it's nothing. That's the thing. More more avenues, you know. And and of course with uh, the angel shared thing, we that's getting off the ground. That that's going to be another avenue for writers, and that's an open submission avenue. So yeah, you're gonna and and of course on you know. I'm always looking for more writers, so there, anything I do, there's always going to be, it's for the writers and it's for the community of writers. It's not just because John wants to have a, a new something new to work on. Well, <laughs> let, let, let this be part of a promotional effort for what you're trying to do. So if you can mention uh, the email mm-hmm. address where people can contact you and then you can kind of like tell them you know, from there. Mention that on the show. They could always jot it down, at least at some place for them. To, okay, yeah. Because yeah, they won't know otherwise, is, you know? Okay, that is a very excellent point. Um, okay, the Angel Share magazine is still open for submissions. We are taking three pieces, uh, I believe, because, like I said, memory is horrible. Um, and uh, you can submit, I believe, two pieces of fiction, um, one short story. Uh, it, it, we are still open and you can email us at, and of course include a short bio, uh, email us at angelsharemagazine at gmail.com or, uh, yeah, the angelsharemagazine at gmail.com and the guidelines are up and, and so, and out there and you can find them if you want to. In fact, if you want to see the submission guidelines, you can always go over another, another shameless self-promotion for, uh, drinkers only. My, one of my, uh, 
my other uh, journal. So, um, yeah, that we are still open for submissions. So feel free to send them along. And uh, once again, if you're sending poetry, three pieces only. So, um, and yeah, that's an, or short story. We're, we're looking for everything. You never know. You never know what we're going to, there's no theme. You never know what might have come across. So send your best and we'll, I'll definitely be getting back to you. You know, either way, I'll be getting back to you. <laughs> so, so you, everybody knows me. I'll, uh, you'll be, I, I will let you know either way. All right, folks. So, and also for my, um, my online journal, Aerial Chart, we're at uh, aerialchart at uh, gmail.com. Okay, and for some reason, if you didn't get his address right, or you can always ask me about what he's doing, and I'll just forward it over to him, and then he'll still get it, and he can work with you. Okay, <laughs> this way you're covered yeah. either way you look at it. For all the other magazines, it's for all my other, for his uh, the other two that are open submissions. Once again, uh, UTB is not open submissions. It's a uh, drinkers only, and the Rye Whiskey Review. It's a uh, Who the Duck is the editor at gmail dot com. Because I like it really extremely long email titles. <laughs> it really does. And and that duck is actually a duck. D U C K. Nothing else but yeah, D U C K, okay? Yeah, you enter it up. I promise you will get through to me and that's but that's one email for and and sometimes if people do have humor, I will say it's not completely a, a close thing. Every now and then if people have something that they find is really they think's really funny. Uh, UTB definitely has a sense of humor, so you can. I'm not going to discourage people, and that's all the three mags, one email makes it far easier. You don't have all these separate emails that would drive me crazy, and I would forget. So yes. yeah, and aerial chart yeah. is mostly uh, literary. We don't really have mm -hmm. very much humor. I'm not against it, but I don't always, I don't often get very much that is interesting <laughs> or. Maybe it's a little too rough for my magazine. You send me a poem about a frog smoking the joint, I'm probably not going to publish it, okay? Oh, man. I was wondering why they didn't get in. Yeah, so. <laughs> maybe, maybe John might be interested, but um, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. It, <laughs> everybody knows. The, yeah. The Rye Whiskey Review is always open to uh, fiction. Uh, pretty much, you know, it just sends it along. More than uh, the nightlife type based stuff, a little bit hard, very hard edge a lot of times. And, um, yeah, you never know. You never know it'll work. I'm always open to kind of look at anything, but, and, and a lot of times I have to. <laughs> but uh you. you know no uh no no racism and no uh no political rants i try to stay out of that we're not a uh we're not a news source i'm not cnn so i know that's shocking but <laughs> no i hear you it's, it's the best way to go about things <laughs> yeah so yeah no that's yeah there's there's plenty of places magazines that are tailor-made for that and they are open for submission i'm not gonna you know I'm not going to uh, mention because they're, they're very easy to find, but there's plenty and good editors that are, that if that's what you want to do, send it their way. <laughs> but not me. I'm not, I want people to, to have a, a good experience when they read. I hear you. Uh, uh, Thank you yeah, very much. So. It was great to get that, that magazine segment out there. Um, I know we haven't done anything like that before. We've talked about many other yeah. different writing aspects and this is one we definitely needed to cover and it was just perfect timing because of the projects you were actually handling as well mm -hmm. 
let's mm. go on to this next uh, stage, which is a uh, question and answer. Over the last four months, I asked some people from behind the scenes, uh, often all of them listeners or became listeners just to do the question possibly. And, and I was able mm -hmm. to collect enough of them together. I did a, a, a show. Um, Bale was able to football show at 14 of mine. And then there were six that were directed just at, at John. So I thought it would be a good idea since it wasn't enough for a full show, but it's still enough to fill a, a part of the show. You know, is to get uh, John to read those questions and and and, and give his answers about the things that folks had had uh, wondered about him or about what he was doing. Um, as you know, uh, between the uh, the metal show we do, Metal Future, and then of course the Guest House show we do, and I've also mm -hmm. interviewed him as well. You know, John is a big part of the show, and so uh, I'm not surprised that more people are becoming more interested in him because uh, you know they hear more about him. So what what do you, what do you got there on those questions there, John? Okay, let's see. Let's go with question number one, John. Uh, <laughs> which I can do my favorite thing, reading out loud, which I cannot, I am not the best. So anyways, we're going to learn that. I read a few uh, things over at Under the Bleachers and know that the humor was much different than how you compose yourself on the podcast. Does this confuse people? Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. Real simple answer. Uh, yeah, I think people, if uh, once again, and and, I'll, and it's not that it's so shocking, but we do put up disclaimers. Under the Bleachers is probably when you hear my humor, or even you read it. Once I there, there's a lot of great things. If you go through your old chart, I've been there. I, Mark took the risk on me and and published some things that that's it's my humor, and it's not that I hold back. But UTB is a Under the Bleachers is a completely different thing it's where i really cut loose so you have to think of it as a very if it's a rating this is an adult magazine it's not it's not you know it's not obscene by any means it's tasteful humor sometimes <laughs> sometimes you cross the line a little bit but nothing hurtful but yeah i do think it does confuse people because i've had people contact me who who've done you know uh, they 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 put work into the whiskey. Once it's more far more serious, and it's not. There's only one UTV. I will say that. And once I do like, I like having something that different and that much fun. But yeah, they do contact me, and um, they kind of get a little bit shocked sometimes because they're like, "Wow, you're like completely different." I think that's probably the uh, the thing that I think you even had people uh, mention to you when we did the first uh, guest house how how different I sounded. How compared to how they probably thought I was yeah, going to be. Yeah, they, they expected you were going to be some kind of radio pirate with a giant gold earring <laughs> and, you know, smoking 400 <laughs> joints uh, while you were injecting yourself. I mean, it's like, what? You know? Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> they, they get the, uh, I mean, if you want to kind of, if you are looking for that crazy image you think that, uh, of me, then definitely probably go over to UTB and you'll be, uh, you, you'll think, oh, okay, there he is. But yeah, no, it, you've got to be different. It's it, when I'm being serious, it's it's completely, you know, nobody is on a hundred percent of the time. That's kind of like, uh, being a comedian. Okay. That's when the, you know, the mic's live and you know, we're, I'm going to go up there and try to make you laugh. Whereas now I'm just, you know, I'm just being myself. Nobody's like that. And of course, then again, I am humorous. So and to answer your question, yes, it does confuse people, but I kind of, me, I kind of like that. <laughs> I get a kick out of it sometimes because 
people are surprised that I'm not like, yeah, like hitting on them if they're female or, or like falling down drunk or something. So yeah, <laughs> it's funny. It's, it's, it's humorous, you know, so <laughs> let me get on with the uh, next question. We're really here just to show about your work and projects. Well, I, I agree that there needs to be more about me on this. Um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I think hint, hint to you, Mark. I don't know. I'm, no. <laughs> I, I wonder who submitted that question. Hmm. <laughs> mm, I don't know. But yeah, it doesn't. It seems to be, I believe it's Scott Simmons at the Dauphine Daily. I don't know why he would do that. I mean. My number one, my not only my uh, my assistant editor there, but my uh, number one fan. <laughs> so yeah, no, I don't know. Uh, I'm not. I'm one thing about it. Anybody tell you I am not the biggest on uh, talking about myself. So you know, I I don't know. I've done I've done one where we've had an interview. I think it went really great. Yeah, I think it did too. Showed me in a different light. So. And, it, and it's on there. You can go back and always look it up on uh, Strength to Be Human yep. podcast. Right. <laughs> so, a little, self, a little more self-promotion. Okay, next question. You guys seem to get along famously, and that must help producing these shows. How do you keep coming up with such interesting topics? Well, um, <laughs> you know, behind the scenes, as you know, we just kind of – we we past ideas we kind of have like a brainstorming thing and I, I think that uh being that we do get along and we are actual friends uh not just you know two guys on a podcast um it is really uh it's really easy for us to kind of bounce ideas back and forth and uh come up with different um ideas and and it's just yeah it does help. It is. It's like anything. You've got to be anytime you're on a podcast. You've got to. If you can't stand each other, it kind of makes it a little bit miserable. So I think, that, <laughs> luckily, we uh, we always keep coming up with different ideas. You know. Well, I, I mean, I, I don't I, know. I know that um, there's been a, a number of occasions, and this being one of them, uh, where the topics literally have come to us because we're engaging in something like I'm having issues with people submitting short bios. Mm -hmm. You're starting a magazine. Mm -hmm. So these are good topics to have. Yeah. So sometimes we don't even have to brainstorm. Sometimes this is about, Hey John, I got this going on. Let's just do a show on that or whatever. And that really helps too. Just the, just the, the, the topics that come out in, in, in our daily lives from, from, from writing. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Most of the time, it's just what's we're luckily because being involved in all this stuff and and you know with some shows we've done, the stuff that was going on in uh, the circles I was in too. It just it it just life kind of <laughs> would luckily it was we have a, we have a format to voice these things, so it was just you know it was all what was going on around us too. So uh, I think that definitely answers that one. So. I will go ahead and read the next question. Um, I found your show on jealousy to hit home for me. I was in a writing group and had to leave when my writing got published more than the other members. Can you share another example of jealousy in writing? Uh, well, I can probably, we, <laughs> we can probably do a whole other uh, show on that. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> there is, you know, without, uh, once again, without, I can't really go into names, but, um, cause then it's like, you know, then we get to be a gossip show, but, uh, this is not Jerry Springer. So, um, you know, uh, 
there's plenty of i see it with other writers you know there is unfortunately anytime people think that you're getting more than them you will see lots of jealousy and it's sad but i see it often in 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 talking to other writers and and you know kind of how they view you know, somebody that maybe is getting noticed a little bit more. And I, I can understand sometimes people's frustrations. I, I do. And that's because it's really not that people are bad. It's just, you know, the, you get when you're so involved in everything and you're really working hard and then you see somebody kind of get in. Maybe they've got a it's not always that I think people are jealous. It's just sometimes it just gets to you. I know it, it can be annoying, you know, when anything you know nobody people are thinking people are often going to disagree so there's a ton of cases of jealousy i can uh i can attest to um uh i've had um well i've been okay great example i got trolled on my own once is a very popular thing to do with the internet nowadays and i'm i really don't like and i don't tolerate you'll learn that you if you i'm you can't i know mark won't tolerate it and i won't either and i got trolled on uh, my own magazine because i ran my work on one of the rare occasions once so people don't know i haven't run my work i think for i think it was like 3 or 4 months i hadn't ran my own work at the uh the rye whiskey review and I did, and I got trolled on my own page by somebody. And this is this is a great example. This will make everybody laugh. By somebody who had their work un- being under, you know, it was being <laughs> considered. Like I literally was reading their work, and that's the same person who had sent me work, but then decided to troll me on my own page. Once it's, just so you don't know that for folks submitting, that's not a great way to get published with me well, because I, I won't tolerate yeah. it. Yeah, I won't tolerate it, and I will. That is one way I will ban you. I will never. You're not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna forget. And it's not that I'm holding a grudge, but it just. Why would I do business with somebody who? Because then I know that they're also going to be disrespectful to their fellow writers. They're going to go there and just because it's not theirs, right. they're going to insult them. And I'm not gonna. This is not a. It's not a playground. It's a seriousness. You know, I am. I know I cut up. I do UTB, but. Even UTB, I don't tolerate that because people deserve to have their work up and not be. If you have something to say in a criticism that is not as constructive, not just, you know, hey, this sucks once it's not really, <laughs> that's not constructive. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this person was clearly being a troll and I banned them. So there you go. And I would say that's largely because they sent me, I thought it was funny, they sent me a piece of fiction. I published a piece of fiction that was, that was, my, you know, obviously, <laughs> but, uh, I had had and really it kind of went out of circulation. So I put it back in circulation so it could be out there so people could read it. That's why I had it out there because it's on something I'm working on right now on a project. Yeah. And, and it certainly and, makes a, a sense to me, uh, John. What mm-hmm. I don't understand is it, when people do this, it has to be some kind of jealousy or, or, or mental issue because there's no rule. When you're putting together your mm. own magazine about what you can include of your own material. I know plenty of people that yeah. every every single issue they put out has at least one of their works in it. And there's no rule against that. Yeah. Because if you think of it this way, I mean, especially in my own, where I, I don't do it but a couple times a year. But even if I did it every time, I have 40 or 50 people in there. So if I have one poem of mine in every issue for 12 issues, 
what does that matter when I just published like 500 people? I mean, <laughs> you know, in a thousand poems, I got like two of mine. So there's no real rule yeah. again. I guess the only rule is common sense. I mean, if 25 of your poems are in every issue, that's a problem. I agree. But no one ever goes that far. Yeah. No one ever does. So for someone to even make a mention of it, it shows they got they got some problems and and they don't they don't really merit any attention then because that's just that's just unfair for them to do that. Yeah, no, that that's a that's a and that was the issue and then that was funny that that was person had work being submitted to me that was fiction and it's just you know and and I was looking at it and just so uh, if maybe hey if they listen they can know I was actually going to uh, reject their fiction like I, I didn't think it not because it was anything personal I but I was wanting to consider their poetry. So just so they know they completely cut off an avenue just because they wanted to act like a child. And that's what I will treat you like a child. And, you know, I'm not going to reward you. So there you go. <laughs> just so you know that I am, even though I might be goof off, I'm a serious editor. I'm not going to play games with you. So, yeah. It's just amazing. It really is. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even know about that. That's something you never mentioned before. So, like, I'm, I'm learning oh, something, too. Literally just happened. Yeah. yeah, it just happened. We hadn't been because uh, people don't know we do talk. But I I hadn't mentioned it. It in fact it really for once I will admit it got my any of my anybody can know that it got my temper. So I just I was quiet about it. I I banned the person from my pages and um and banned them from uh, my email. They will not be submitting to me. So no matter if they're sorry down the road, it doesn't matter to me because I'm not gonna consider their work. I, yeah, that's pretty, I know much, that they... that's pretty much how I am, too, because you, you, you can't. If you don't have the common sense <laughs> today, you're not going to have yeah. it tomorrow. I mean, so I, I always say, okay, you say you're sorry, cool, I accept that, but you're not coming back ever. <laughs> it's that simple. Yeah, yeah. Well, my thing is I know that they're going to treat their fellow writers bad because they're treating – if they're treating the editor, the person who greenlights your work, if they're treating the editor poorly – then I know that they're generally treating the, the their fellow writers bad, and I'm not going to support yeah, and, their... Yeah, and that's their... exactly right, because that's part of what our job is, is, is to sort of have that judgment and even to provide that protection. That's why I always tell people, you know, it, they say, well, you know, it always looks like the police department goes harder out when someone shoots a cop versus a civilian. I go, and I don't really think they go harder out, but they understand that if you let that person get away who's shooting a cop, they're going to feel they could just shoot anybody anytime they want then. So you have to draw a line. You have to do something, maybe a little extra, but yeah. let them know that you know if you're going to shoot a cop, we're going to get you for sure because uh, you're free to do anybody else. Then. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it wasn't. It was just. Uh, it really was. I mean, to be honest, not to go all get angry about it, but it was a moronic thing that I knew that. Yeah, and, and I've learned a lot um, from you as well. So I know you won't tolerate it, and I know that I just can't. I've done this now long enough that I know you can't just say okay and and let them because that's, they're going to do it again and again. And, I mean, <laughs> it's not the only case, but definitely for the person who um, submitted the, the uh, question, uh, sorry that you're going through that in your, your writing group. You will have that. It's just I, there's nothing you can do about jealousy. It really is. And just, you just, you just obey your own rules and just cut out those yeah. that are just not ready for prime time, okay? I, I, I always say this privately, and I'll tell you publicly. I do my mm -hmm. best to make high art, but I promise you this isn't mm -hmm. high school, you know? 
We're not going to play these kind of games. It's just, there's no there's no part of it. There's no reason for it. And, and quite frankly, there's plenty of people out there that, that do merit attention. So why waste your time on the ones that don't? Yeah. Yeah. I think that definitely answered. Let me, let me go on to this um, next question. All right. The balance of your good-natured humor with Rossi's stick-to-the-script approach makes Guest House a winner in my book. What's next for the show? Well, I think we are going to be uh, we're going to be in Hawaii next, and, and, and Mark's going to pay for the whole trip. And I think this is really great because I think the fans want to hear us in a different location. <laughs> am I right? Yeah, I think I am. Well, I, I am ho no. I am hoping that to do some other things. Like I, I wouldn't mind uh, reading a few things from some exceptional works that we want to see out there, or maybe that we're published or about to publish. You know, yeah. it, it wouldn't hurt once in a while to just so, sort of pick a pick a poem that we you know we we, we want to mention as hey, this is the poem of the month. We think you know something like that, something interesting, mm -hmm. just to, you know to, to to have a a, a more positive touch and maybe some more recognition for the writers. I wouldn't mind doing that. I think it's a, a next step for us. Yeah, I know. I know you, you've uh, definitely uh, mentioned that. So yeah, you would know more because this is <laughs> I'm the uh, co-host. So I don't. I know a lot. I know what's going to be going on. But uh, yeah, I'm lucky. I know my own name most days. So <laughs> well, John's involved in all these decisions. So don't let him fool you with all this humble yeah. stuff okay we don't i don't do stuff yeah. without talking to him it's not like he's surprised all right but um, oh no 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 it's just yeah just, as far as like the direct he just show, doesn't have always the going, best memory that's all <laughs> yeah no i'm the worst but i mean i've had times where i said hey what are we going to talk about before we go on air so just so people know i mean it's not yeah, a and then i'm like I, uh, don't you remember uh, you you suggested this uh, <laughs> No, no. I mean that's how we are, yeah. and we just kind of. And usually those shows, I have to say, shows always go go well. They're always, and I think they're always. That's another thing, like you said, because we don't. This is not. I don't think it's filtered. I always claim to be unfiltered, and I am. Um, I'm probably not. Well, I am. You know, uh, I, <laughs> with the language, we might be a little bit, but with uh, other than that, we're not. We give our honest opinions. So. Yeah, and that that would definitely be there's there's always a bunch of different things coming. I, I'm pretty sure. So we're always coming up with new ideas. So yeah. you never know. Yeah, and there's I'm, always going to be something for us to, to to talk about and to do in, in writing. It to me, it's a, the endless topics and endless ways to try to help people and promote things and 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 recognize uh, those that deserve recognition. So you know, and plus you never know what's going to happen in the news. Sometimes that you know we we can also bring up as well. So. I'm always looking forward to the show, and that's the reason why I created it is because I knew that there was always a story or something to talk about, and otherwise there's no reason for it then because if you run out of stuff, then you don't have a show anymore. So you always want to make sure that you put together a format or or a show that that's always going to have material. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's definitely. I think that definitely uh, covers that one. Let me get on to my what would be my final question, which kind of segues from that. Um, may I suggest you read some poems from other interesting writers as a regular segment of the show? Yes, you may. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're actually we're actually thinking about doing that. So uh, thank you. 
<laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah, we obviously. <laughs> I wonder who sent that question in, but <laughs> I don't know. It's a, it, to me, it's a natural question because I mean, I, I wouldn't surprise me if other shows do that and, and, and once in a while, and there's no reason to to, to not do it. We just we just have to make it yeah. we have to make it interesting and not make it you know blasé or. Or, or boring, or oh god, here comes that episode sure. where they read people's stuff. I mean, we just has to be interesting. Yeah, I think my my only thing is I've I've always said that, that you know I have a hard enough time reading my own work. I'm not the most comfortable reader. Once I have done, I have went on. I can't say nothing. I have done now a couple. Uh, they may be online, but they were still for people listening. So I mean, and I'm definitely not the most comfortable. I'm comfortable in this way now more than ever. Uh, I've definitely done enough podcasts that I, you know, I like to, you know, like say I am pretty comfortable on on a mic. So well, in, 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 in the intro, Mike could do it, and we just pick them together, and then I could just read them until you get more comfortable. So it's it won't be a problem. Go there, you go. Yeah, no, that, no one that, says you have to read something. I have to read something, oh, and if we're not balanced, oh. the world's gonna end. No, we're, yeah. you know. As long as you, well, as long I have, as you have a saying what I'm reading, and you don't, you don't, you know, you're not sitting behind the scenes saying I hate this poem. Then we're, we should be just fine. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, you're right. Uh, no, it, it, it's a good idea. It's definitely a valid idea. So yeah, um, I'm always open for for uh, doing. I just one thing I can say. I think I am easy to work with. So yeah, <laughs> so yeah, definitely. I can see where people would want to want to hear that. And um, once and then again, like I said, I am not against uh, uh, reading either. I don't want people to think that. I just. I am getting used to it. I will say that much. Yeah, I think, done, I think uh, it'd be kind of cool to do it, uh, you know, uh, yeah. pick something out because it, it's something that maybe a person can even uh, put on on their on their bio. You know what I mean? <laughs> this got picked by the, you know, um, the Strength to Be Human show, uh, you know, as a poem of the month. Mm-hmm. They're not going to get a piece of paper or anything, but they got it, you know, in the recording. They could even yeah. use that recording, you know, as, as a way to promote their work. Yeah, they picked my poem out and... You know, yep. blah, blah. So it, it could be a useful marketing tool for somebody. Yeah, that's true. Always, always something for your uh, bio. It always helps. Yeah. Any little thing to help you and, and get you get you more get your work more out there. Yeah, that's one so thing that's, that we. That's do. the reason I would want to do it as well, is because it's a little handy, you know, mobile um, marketing guy kit yeah. for somebody to carry around. And you know, here's this link. Check this out. Yeah. It can't hurt. Yeah. Definitely. No. No. I think yeah, that's a good idea. Very good idea. So yeah, I, I'm pretty much sure that when you're gonna hear that. So yeah, I think you're already to answer your question. Yes, and we will be we will definitely uh, be uh, featuring some work. So there you go, yeah, it'll be, it'll making be, everybody happy. It'll be cool. So I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely <laughs> yeah. uh, ready uh, ready for it, and and also maybe gives us. Uh, uh, more more stuff to fit into an episode because you know sometimes we run long on a couple of things and maybe now we can like we fit more things in smaller and, and still make episodes as well so I think from our own creative standpoint on the show it could be a it could be a useful uh, addition so I, I I like it yeah I do too I think it is a good idea and that was some uh, awesome questions from uh from our listeners once I do appreciate so alright well yeah, we're about to but, wrap this up here folks if you got some final words John on anything um just uh appreciate the questions I think it was a, a really awesome episode and I always enjoy being on the show with Mark and uh 
just glad people are digging what we do and uh thank you everybody who does listen because you know thank you folks i mean we'll probably do this again in a few more months maybe i'll ask a few things see if we get some different questions you know i'm not opposed Mm -hmm. to that i just you know i'm not gonna do it all the time but you know it was a nice unique Mm -hmm. uh, unique thing to do kind of gets an idea of, of the people listening you know, like I was telling John privately, I got a couple of really, really weird questions I just couldn't do because it's like too <laughs> ridiculous. I don't know if they're pranks or cranks or just weirdos. But for the most part, uh, you know, we had some good ones. You know, I had someone being a smart aleck, but I, I answered it anyway because they asked me about, well, isn't it inconsistent that um, you talk about people should be reviewing more books and helping writers? But then you don't even offer an area of your magazines that, to, to publish book reviews, and I'm like, no, I don't, because I don't have, I don't publish plays, and I don't publish nonfiction, and I don't, I don't, I don't publish uh, interviews, and I and I promote all that stuff. It's just for poetry and fiction, yeah. and that's it. Doesn't mean that I'm restricted now. I can never talk about anything else because these are the only two things I'm publishing. So. I don't know if somebody was, you know, uh, getting grumpy and the oatmeal was lumpy, or are they just trying to be a smart aleck? But, you know, those are the answers to it. The honest, honest answers that should make sense to people. Yeah, and that, that's, you know, that's another thing is that you know we do these things. I mean, uh, when we run your journal, I mean, why, why would we? I know I do. Uh, I have a review site set up, but I mean, this is all, you know, we do this to help other writers and there's no rule saying we have to, you know, do this. I know like, especially with mine, I don't have, uh, I don't really do reviews. It's like sometimes people do kind of, they, they like to do that. And some people just want to argue for the sake of hearing their own <laughs> voice, I guess, I guess. you know. <laughs> I don't know. I believe it or yeah, not, even though, even though it was a, a, a question that it, it sort of like hinged on negativity, I still thought it was valid enough to answer because you know that one I didn't want to mm-hmm. dodge. Fine, I'll talk about it. It's not a big deal, so I'm I'm okay with it. But you had some other people that you know it was a bit out there, so you got to pick and choose the ones that make make some sense and may help uh, educate um, uh, writers out there. Now, folks, I got some new stuff that's going to be coming up in August. Okay, we're going to be um, we're going to be releasing the Q and A episode that I did of, of my own stuff. Um, we have a, a show that we're going to do on on Shirley Jackson, the, the female uh, short fiction and novelist, uh, mostly psychological horror. So that's going to be interesting to to, to, yeah. to talk about. I'm pretty excited about that. Um, we're going to do a few other shows about some writers that, that did some social impact. Uh, remember, if we did that one episode a couple months ago, The Social Imperative, and we had four different writers. And so we're going to do the same thing again for part two of that. And we're going to come up with some other some other topics about about writing, as, as always. And uh, I'm, always, I'm always excited because uh, we get some good feedback. Um, uh, the campaign to increase the listenership is, is proceeding on ahead. So thank you very much for that. Trying to get that down to, trying to get up to three thousand. So, you know, I think we're at twenty six fifty right now. So we're we're moving in the right direction. You know, so don't forget to the follow if you haven't, and and don't forget to try to share this show with others so that other people know about it. Um, right now we're at fifty six different countries. Um, this week alone we we added um, uh, Iran. Incredibly enough, they're um, stealing ships in the, in, in the Gulf and, and listening to my show at the same time. So he got me, but uh, <laughs> it happens. <laughs> so uh, I didn't even that's know right. they could listen to things outside of the country. So I'm happy that they're listening. That's great. 
Uh, so we added Iran. We also added yeah. the African country of Benin. So that's always fabulous. Never mm. haven't had those folks before. And I, I don't know mm -hmm. how, but um, uh, lately we've been adding more people from Australia, which is great because I've had a problem with getting some folks from Australia. And now we're really starting adding some more to that. So I'm always excited to see that. Um, the show has a dashboard where I can literally tell all the places that people listen to around the world. It even it even mm. breaks down for Australia and Canada, the various sections of the country where you're coming from, which is really interesting. And then for the United States, it literally tells me every single person that listens from every different state and how many they listen from the states. Yeah. You know, so that's that's always interesting, too. So it really gives you an interesting breakdown of all the different things that people listen from, the the, the platforms they listen to as, as well. So, you know, because you could listen to like 20 different platforms to, to find my show all around the world. So uh, that's good to see as well. So it, it's, it's really, really fascinating to see that. And, and I thank you all. We're moving on ahead over here. We're nowhere as big as some of these other, you know, sports shows or murder mysteries or something where they have tens of thousands yeah. of listeners. But, hey, I'm happy that we continue to to increase. It may be a slow rate, but it's sort of like losing weight. You want to do it slow. Mm. You don't want to do it quick because, you know, you don't know when it's going to come back and, you know, <laughs> you're rolling through the streets instead of walking then. So I'm okay with that. And, and, and I it, to me, it's a good sign. Uh, and... Uh, Oftentimes, uh, for a show like this, because I guess it is a sort of a, a niche show, uh, you know, it takes a little while to find everybody in the audience. And if some folks are not sharing, you know, you, you're not going to get anything. So that's why I always ask people to do so. I think we get more people that way, just from other folks sharing. Mm -hmm. Hey, I like this. Why don't you check them out? And uh, so it, it, it's, it's exciting to see. And I'm happy it continues to go in the right direction so that we're not doing this just for nothing. We're doing it. To really have an impact and looks like it really is for 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 all of our sakes. So, John, unless mm -hmm. you have any last words, I definitely want to wrap up this episode, and I can't wait to to get on to the next one. Yeah, looking forward to once again taping, and, and like I said, thanks for having me on the show, and uh, thanks for everybody for listening. Let's uh, increase that uh, listenership and people share this, and yeah. And thank you, John, uh, for telling everybody about the show on your magazines and everything, too. That definitely helps as well. Really appreciate it. Yeah, well, it would kind of make no sense if I didn't uh, <laughs> advertise the show I'm on. But uh, it just, I always, it's no problem. I appreciate it. I always I, try I, to I'm help. always grateful, but I don't think you should take people for granted. You know, uh, I have him yeah. as a co-host, but he won't mention anything on his magazines. I mean, no one says you have yeah. to. It's just, it's, a, it's a generous thing to do, and you know, and I'm grateful for it. All right, folks, God oh, bless, yeah. and until next time, we will see you here on the, on the next episode of God's House, probably in about like two weeks into, into August, okay? You take mm -hmm. care, and God bless, and thank you. Thank you for listening. Follow the show and support our efforts by purchasing an ebook at Soma Publishing, www.somapublishing.com.